Welcome back to New to Medical Device Sales. I am your host, Jacob McLaughlin, and coming to you guys on this beautiful Friday, another work week in the books. And I'm excited to bring you guys this episode. This is going to be my nine-month reflection. So if you guys have been following me along, you saw my several-week reflection, three months, six months. We are now at month nine, and I wanted to give my reflection how it's been, um, my advice to somebody who who would be trying to break in and, and what I've learned over the last nine months, which it's crazy to think I've, I've been in for nine months because it feels like yesterday I was just applying to people, reaching out, starting to make when I was still a personal trainer, trying to break in. So it's really fun to see what's happened over the last nine months and really see where it's taken off to. Um, and, and again, I just want to share, excuse me, share my experience with you guys. Also, I do just want to put out there. If I, you guys hear any noises, I did get a puppy. Uh, so Mr. Sampson is trying to figure out how to be quieter right now. He's doing a good job, but just in case you start hearing anything. Um, but yes, going into the nine month reflection, if you guys followed along, if you saw my th- uh, three months, six months, even like the first su- several weeks, you know, the first several weeks, you'll see that I was really stressed. Everything was brand new. Literally couldn't walk into a hospital without learning 18 different things, where to go. Um, Three months, it got a little better. Six months, really easy. Now it's like nine months. You know, I know where everything is, where I'm going. Um, there are still places that I go that I don't know because I'm trying to get into new facilities now that I'm working on growing my territory. But it's not like it was. I, I really have a good grip on things. I, I still learn stuff every single day, but it's not as crazy as it used to be. So I just wanted to give you guys where I'm at nine months. Uh, exciting enough for me. I have been able to turn my territory around. I actually just got some emails today because uh, we got our new quota and everything. And and again, I was before this, I was took over the lowest performing territory in the nation of what I was doing. And we are no longer even close to that. We are very high. So uh, just it's, it's fun to see all the hard work paying off. And, and again, that's why I just want to share with you guys what I've been doing, what I've learned, um, and just what to expect once you guys break in. So going into it, nine months in, number one, number, number one, or the first thing I have labeled, if I could talk is busy, 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 busy. You're going to be, you're going to be working a lot. Um, and when I say that, that doesn't mean you're going to be working a hundred hours, right? It just means that you're literally just your go, go, go. When I have a day that doesn't seem that it's packed, like maybe I only have a surgery on, I don't have eight surgeries. If I just have one surgery, I'm like, oh, okay, it's a little easier day. And then what you'll notice is a new account pops up or a surgeon, you have to go put out a fire. Like there's things that come up at all times and you're just constantly putting out fires. You're trying to come in and you're trying to make situations better or you're trying to grow existing accounts. You're trying to keep relationships. You're trying to see what you can do to continue just to to make yourself more valuable to uh, your surgeons and to your accounts. And again, this is speaking from a territory manager position uh, or a full line sales rep position. Sorry. So when you guys are just going, just understand it's going to be busy. I, I literally get emails. I wake up at 5 a.m. and I have emails on my phone. Um, I also go to bed and at seven, eight o'clock, I'm still getting emails, you know? So just always being on my phone, literally checking, making sure I'm getting calls. I have to have my phone on me almost 24 seven because I tell my accounts to call me. So if they call me and I don't pick up, uh, it doesn't do any good. So again, just I'm, I'm always, even when I'm maybe not uh, there, I'm still working, I'm still doing things. So just understand when you guys get in, it's not like it's just like a cakewalk. You are going to be busy and you're going to be doing a lot. And you guys, there's there's really no off days. Like I'll talk to some people and they'll be like, oh, I just hear you just chill. And I'm like, 
I, at least I, not myself personally. Like I don't know if some reps are out there just hanging out and just chilling, but I, the good reps that I know are not doing that because this, when you're trying to run a successful territory and you're growing a territory, it does, you don't have time to just chill and not do anything ever. So just make sure that you guys know when you are breaking in, you guys have to come in with the mindset. I'm ready to work. You guys are going to be busy, busy, busy. Number two, uh, wearing a hundred different hats. Now that I'm in the territory that I'm doing this, you are literally wearing a hundred different hats. You're covering cases. You're running equipment to uh, accounts that need it. You're doing the billing. You're figuring out where to put stuff. You're calling customer service to find the answer. You're calling other reps. So, like it literally doesn't stop. You literally wear all these different hats, and you're trying to do different things. Especially for myself, I have to do with me being the only rep in my territory, I don't have any associates. I, it's just me. Um, I have a partner, but again, they have their own territory they have to worry about as well. So we work as a team as best we can and we do a great job. I'm very thankful to have the teammate that I do. But in the same respect, we have our own territories that like I have to take care of stuff for myself. He has to take care of, take care of stuff for himself as well. So we're in our territories by ourselves trying to do everything. So again, trying to cover cases, trying to, you know, get uh, meetings set, lunches set, trying to convert new business, defending business, you know, trying to travel. You're like, there's just so much. So just understand when you guys wear, get in, it's not just like this one trick pony. You guys are coming in, you're going to be doing a lot. And that's the thing. You have to be able to wear a, different, a lot of different hats once you break in, because there there's just going to be a lot that this job requires you to do. And it's not just covering cases, unless you go to just a clinical specialist, right? Unless that's just what you got hired. But if you're trying to be a territory manager, you're you're doing so much more than just, you know, going to a case and that's it. You know, like you have to be prospecting, you have to be creating relationships, you have to be doing things that are going to grow your business and continue to defend your business and build relationships and and so forth. So just understand that when you guys are getting in, you just can't have a, a closed mind because it, it won't work in this industry. You have to be able to be able to adapt all the time and you just have to be able to to go to work and, and wear all the hats you need to. And, and you won't know the answer to half the stuff. And you got to figure out how to find the answer. You know, you might have to call somebody, you might have to call a bunch of different people, uh, but they're going to come ask you a question. And almost every day I get an account or somebody reaching out to me, asking me a question that I've never seen before. And I have to go be a resource and be like, Hey, I will get back to you. I promise. And, and go find the answer and get back to them. So Again, that will be part of the the position as well for at least for me. That's on my nine month reflection. Going into and and I, and I want to pause right there. I say for me, you know, I have people reach out for me that listen to podcasts, and I'm so honored to have you guys all listen to me. Uh, but sometimes I'll have some like reps who listen to me, and they're like, "Hey, you've left this out, or you're wrong, or you did this." This is 100% my take on everything. So just to out there to anybody who's listening that wants to write me a message saying that I'm wrong or I'm doing, this is just personally my take on it, um, what I've seen, what my experience is. And so I just want to put that out there because I always laugh when I get these messages. I'm not trying to hide anything. I'm the most transparent guy, I think, out here, especially with medical device sales. And when people will try to tell me, you don't know all this stuff, literally, I'm just giving you guys my experience. So just to anybody out there that wants to write me a message later, I thought I'd drop that for you guys. Uh, then going into everything is your fault. Just understand every literal thing is your fault when it comes to your product. It doesn't matter if it wasn't you. It doesn't matter if it was your, like your cases or it was your equipment. It's 100% always your fault. And what I mean by that is, you know, even for myself, 
I've had situations where I took my equipment in, the SPD messed up my trays. They didn't send up the proper stuff up there. And then who's getting blamed? Myself, you know, and, and even though it was not mine, yeah, I didn't do anything. Well, guess what? It's my product that's missing. And now we're not doing the case because my product's not there. So again, you you just have to take extreme ownership. I'm huge on Jocko. Uh, I think more people need to be like this is just take extreme ownership on everything you do. Um, it doesn't matter because here's the thing. You know, it's a good learning lesson that happened to me once. I had to take the take the fall. You know what I did? Now I bring two trays. Uh, you know, so you just have to learn that everything's your fault and, and nobody's gonna <laughs> no one's gonna bail you out because nobody wants to take blame. So when you are the rep, if your device isn't working, even though it, it has nothing to do with me, maybe they're having a manufacturer recall or maybe just the device just decided not to work this one time, it's gonna be my fault, you know, and I have to be able to handle the situation make us get through it. I bring extra of everything and, and, you know, just make it, make sure that you're giving good business and being able to interact with everybody, but just understand no matter what it is, if it's equipment, if it's just like how stuff was handled, it's a hundred percent always your fault. And you have to take the fall on everything because I'm just going to put this out there. If you guys are a rep, there's going to be staff that doesn't do what they're supposed to. There's going to be staff that doesn't do their job. There's going to be staff that blames you when they didn't do their job. But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. It all reflects bad onto you. So if you don't have a nurse who's setting up your stuff right, you got to make sure that stuff's set up right. And you got to make sure that they know that because it's going to affect you. You know, like same thing with your scrub techs or whoever it is. It doesn't matter if it's not your fault. If you didn't coach them properly how to put everything together, it's still your fault, right? Like you have to just take extreme ownership on everything you do. Um, and that's always my biggest driver to everybody. Like everyone wants to point the fingers. Um, and this this industry is not the one that will let you point the fingers because you're gonna you're the rep. You're the person who has to find the answers. And and if there's a problem, for example, you know, like for that, for that example that I used, right? SPD was sending up wrong stuff. Well. I have to take extreme ownership, started bringing multiple trays, started doing in-services, started keeping track of like emails, sending trays, getting dropped off, how they were dropped off, right? Like you have to take extreme ownership and protect yourself, but also make sure that they they know, right? Like they, there can't be any more complaining about the trays being messed up when you taking, you're taking pictures, you're doing in-services, you're going in and you're showing the staff how it should be sent up. Uh, and again, this was something, me being a brand new rep. I didn't do an in-service that first time. So again, it is on me, right? Like you have to take that ownership and be like, you know, there's things I could have done to make this better. So I just put that out there to you guys. You have to have thick skin um, because if you don't, it, this this will eat you up. And this is why, this is a great point to go off of. This is why managers want somebody with sales experience because when you're getting screamed at when it wasn't your fault but you have to handle the situation they want to see how you're going to react because i could have i could have freaked out and then the account doesn't want me anymore and now I, i'm losing business or you know i could do nothing and just get yelled at the whole time and then the problem keeps happening and still have the opportunity so you just have to be able to have the thick skin and know when to push back but also know when to take it and just eat it and just go with it so again there's there's no right or wrong answer in there it's just you just have to be able to know that everything will be your fault and it, and there's going to be fingers pointed and you're just going to have to raise your hand and be like okay what can i do to help and just understand it will be it can be extremely frustrating when it's not your fault 
and you have done everything for your staff to make them successful and they're just deciding not to like that is something that you might face and you then you have to have conversations with certain people and you have to have those talks so just understand everything's your fault and and if it's not your fault you got to be able to start seeing where things go so just understand that you guys are going to get in here you're going to be again you're going to be busy you're going to be wearing 100 different hats but you also have to have extreme ownership because at the end of the day, this is your business. Your name is attached to everything. So again, when I tell people the product I sell, yes, it's what I sell, but it, this is my business. It's Jacob's business with this company, right? That's what you guys have to understand. It, it's always going to reflect bad back onto you. So you guys have to be able to just take extreme ownership and know it's like running your own business because they're going to call you and they're, and they're going to ask you all the questions. So you just need to be able to be prepared for that. Number four, lots and lots of driving for myself. Again, this is where I say it's all dependent, right? You could have a, a territory where you're flying a lot. You could have a territory where you are a clinical specialist or you're a rep who's just in a city, who's just in one, a couple of locations, right? Just a couple of hospitals for myself um, and a lot of reps I've talked to, lots of driving. You know, I live here in Phoenix and Phoenix is pretty spread out. So every time I'm usually going to a hospital, it's probably about three, uh, sorry, 30, mi uh, 30 miles to a hospital, um, no matter where I'm going. It counts. And then if I'm going up, down, and I, sometimes I'll do it several times, I would say I average minimum 150 to 200 miles a day. Uh, easy, just go, driving to my accounts. On average, uh, I will put on you know about 3,000 miles a, a month on my car uh, just going. That's pretty average for me right now, uh, at least nine months in that I will be putting in on my car. There's some months I've had that are even up to five, you know, when I'm traveling multiple States, it can, it can go up. So just understand that you guys are going to be, be traveling a lot, driving a lot. Again, this is very in, uh, dependent on territory, but I do want you guys to understand that you guys, if you hate driving and you don't like windshield time, this might not be the position for you guys. So I just want to be transparent with that one. And then the last one, number five, the biggest thing that I've seen after nine months being in the territory, especially that's going to be beneficial for you guys, is just honing in on your sales style. What what are what do you do to sell, right? Like, how are you making yourself different? How what's your talk track like? What are what are you doing in that realm? Because I'll be honest, when I first started, I was the guy like every new salesperson they talk about is like I was the guy who just threw up on a doctor. I would literally just learn from training what they wanted me to say, what the benefits and features were. And then I just go bam, 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 bam. Want to have a conversation, want to talk to the doctor at all, literally would just be like, hey, this is why we're better. You should use us, right? And then understanding, you know, like as I've gotten better in this or just been in it more, I want to say even better, just being in it more and being able to have more conversations and just see it more. It's just like when we talk about doing an interview, you're not going to be as good on your first interview as you are on the 15th interview. Same thing when I'm going to talk to a doctor, right? Or I'm trying to like convert business or whatever I'm doing with those business meetings. The first ones can always be a little rough, but you can always improve. And that's just the thing I want to just push now that I am starting to have some success with this is just you guys just have to start figuring out what works for you because what I've said is I can have everybody tell me what they want me to say, but if it's not true to me, it's not going to come off true um, and it's not going to be very transparent to them and they're going to be able to see that. So you just be able to go, you know, for me, it's more of a conversation um, instead of just sell, 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 you know, just being able to make that relationship. I'm a very relationship based person. So again, you got to just find what works for you guys. Um, how are you going to do it? And just, just again, honing in on your sales uh, technique and what you guys are going to do again. And I don't 
expect anybody to know that. Just understand as you're going in nine months in, that's something now. When I first started, I had no idea. Now that I'm nine months in, it's, you know, like I'm very comfortable on what a conversation or what a launch or what everything's going to look like when I get inside. I can have those conversation, conversations. And also, I have enough experience to start having pushback. And what I mean when I say pushback is, you know, when you're going to go talk to a, a competitive doctor, they're going to they're gonna throw objections your way. Just like when you guys are in the interview process, right? Maybe you guys don't have sales experience and they'll be like, you're great, but you don't have sales experience. Well, that's an objection. Um, and how are you going to answer that? No different than with doctors, right? Maybe you, when you're first in, you don't really know, you don't feel confident about the response you're going to do because maybe you just haven't been in enough cases or you haven't seen enough. And then now when I used to be the guy who was like kind of the yes man, doctor would say something. Okay. 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 Yeah. Yeah. You're right. You're right. But now you're able to start having kind of that, that, that pushback, that challenge because doctors that are competitive will just tell you what they will hear from another rep. And it doesn't mean it's true. Um, and then you have to be able to show why that's not true. So again, just all these different things that come in, it's it's literally what I've told everybody. It's just experience, right? It's it's what I knew when I broke into this. Hey, I'm not going to be uh, breaking any records right at my first couple of months because I, I don't know. I have to learn my first couple of years, right? I have to learn and get into it. But now that I'm starting to get into it, hey, I'm starting to... I told everybody I was a quick learner and I am starting to learn and I'm starting to have success and stuff's starting to build for me and we're starting to see it, but it's just because it's, it's just more time. And that, and that's literally with everything. It doesn't matter if it's a relationship. It doesn't matter if it's just your job, your career. It doesn't matter if it's a skill. It's just time. The more time, the more practice you put into something, the better you're going to get. And the more dedicated you are to it, the better. So like, just so you guys know, I get a lot of people who reach out to me. What are some good books? What are some things, you know, for me, well, I'm always learning. Like if I'm not selling, if I'm not in my career, like I'm out for walks with Mr. Samson now and I'm listening to podcasts, I'm listening to YouTube videos and like some of my favorites, you know, like a book I I liked was like the challenger sale. I think it's, it's got some good basic stuff that if you don't know about sales very well, you guys should listen to that. Um, And then also like the brutal truth uh, sales podcast. Brian's his first name. I, I forget his last name, but he, he's got a great podcast about sales. He gets high performers. And it's and the thing I love about it, it's not just medical device. It's it's every sales. It, he, he does software sales. There was a guy who sold, you know, engines and semis and stuff. And like, it, because once you guys learn sales is sales is sales, you know, like it's just, you just have to slot stuff in. So I think those are two things that you guys can start working on while you're trying to break in is also just try to figure out, hey, how am I going to start learning here. But once you guys break in, it's it's always learning because again, I could have just gone in and been like, this is what I was told. This is what I should say. Bam. And that wouldn't have helped me transform into you know my territory where it's at right now because I would have just been doing what I was doing and, and not getting much results. So I would every day after work, I would come home, I'd go for my walk and I'd be listening and I would have like those light bulb moments and you know, like that was the Brian Byrne one where it's like these new reps, they just throw up all the information. I was like, that's me. You know, like that's what I was doing. So again, you guys, I think there's a big thing to be said, like nine months in just being able to do some like this reflecting because being able to see where I was at the beginning and where I'm at now just to help you guys, but also to help myself, you know, just how far I've grown, how far I've come. And hopefully it's the same for you guys when you guys are breaking in. Um, but just recapping, you know, just understand when you guys get in this nine months, it's busy. You're going to be, you're going to be working, you're going to be uh, learning. And and especially for me, like traveling, it's, you know, I traveled, left out here Monday night, got to my place that I was going to 1130 at night, woke up at 5am, was at the hospital by six, 
did my cases, drove back another six hours, got home at seven o'clock, had a surgery the next morning at 7 a.m. Like I'm going back there this next week. Like just understand you guys are going to be busy, especially if you're multiple states, you don't have much help and you're growing a territory. Uh, so just understand that. Um, number two, wearing a hundred different hats. I do a lot of different things. It's not just covering cases out of surgery. Number three, everything is your fault. Just taking extreme ownership. Uh, sorry, Mr. Sampson freaked out. Uh, just number three, everything is your fault. Again, extreme ownership. Even when it's not your fault, it's your fault. So just understand that you got to have thick skin and you got to be able to work with a lot of you know fires or problems and be able to put them out and being able to have good conversations with that. Because if you just get mad and point fingers that it's not your fault, even though it may not be, like it's not going to do anything and you're still going to get blamed. So just understand that everything's your fault and you got to be able to find solutions and not point fingers. Uh, number four, you're just going to have lots of driving. And number five, honing in on your sales skills. Like again, where I was, I had the lowest performing and we are, thankfully, I have it taped up right here on my, on my board where I was. I had last place, highlighted, starred, and then where I'm at now, which uh, I'm very, I'm very proud of and very happy with, you know, where I'm at. And again, that's not even close to where I want to be. So it's just going to be continue to grow every single month and and then year as we go forward. But Again, you guys, I appreciate you guys tuning in. The reason I checked my phone a couple of times, you guys are literally sending me messages while I'm doing a podcast. It's awesome. Like LinkedIn is blowing up. If you guys, Jacob McLaughlin, just reach out to me. I get on phone calls every single day with people. Um, again, TikTok, Instagram, new to medical device sales. Love talking with you guys. And again, uh, that new to medical device sales ebook where I go into depth how I got four job offers from top 30 medical device companies. Again, it's just a resource to help you guys, especially if you're uh, a couple people have called me. Once you guys are starting to get into like those bigger interviews, it's just to separate yourself. What I did to separate myself, because I understand once you guys break into med device or once you guys start getting uh, interviews, everybody's good. So what can you do to help stand out? So again, as always, this is just my take on it. Doesn't mean it's right. Doesn't mean it's wrong. It's just my take and my opinion. I really appreciate you guys tuning in and I'll see you on the next one. Peace.